Good morning. On this bowl of question crunch, I have questions for professional princess Alexis Lopez. We talk about what it takes to be a party princess, gown maintenance, and how mermaids aren't allowed to wear jackets. <laughs> So I don't know exactly how I stumbled upon your Instagram. I think it's because you started following me and then I uh, t uh, clicked on your account and I was like, this is amazing. Your costumes are fantastic. I, I've, seen, I've seen other folks do uh, cosplays of princesses, um, but yeah. yours are just, I, they're fantastic. I think I already used that word, but they really, let me think of other <laughs> adjectives. Uh, amazing, phenomenal, um, spectacular. So any kind of way that Spider-Man has been described, oh, I would good. describe that with your costumes. That's so um, good. <laughs> that's important. Uh, when did you start portraying princesses? I actually started back in 2014. Um, my little cousin at the time was turning four years old and she wanted a princess party. It wasn't a big business then like it is now. It's actually a booming business now well maybe a year ago before the pandemic actually sure. <laughs> right now it's kind of dying but um yeah so back then I was right out of high school um I am crazy about parties I'm just a little bit extra <laughs> as you could say and I wanted to go above and beyond and I was just like okay I have an idea like um I'm going to do my best to portray Ariel uh, that's my favorite princess and who I thought I looked like the most at the time and probably still now. And I tried to get my friends and our family. So all of her cousins, cause we're all older to dress up with me and to play the role. Of course, not everyone else was as enthusiastic about it, but later on, you know, I did find out how to make this into a business, how to, I was like, you know what? I actually really like this. This is so fun. I just felt a spark. I was like, I love parties. And I wasn't too sure about trying to do anything in party planning, but entertainment, now that really called to me. Um, so you, you try to get your family members to do all characters from Little Mermaid? Uh, no, so it was just princesses in general. So I kind of looked at them and I was like, okay, you're going to be Belle you're going to be Jasmine and you're going to be Snow White just based on their features and hair color because at the time even wigs were not as big a business as it is now. It was kind of hard to find cosplay wigs even in the cosplay community. Um, all these different shades, textures, lengths and colors were not found as much then as they are now. I'll be honest, I was really hoping you were going to say Little Mermaid just so I can, <laughs> one of your family members, you're like, all right, you're going to be the French chef. <laughs> That would have been so cool, though. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, his song from Little Mermaid is one of my favorite songs, because it's just yeah. really fun to sing. To get just really... seeing that. <laughs> right when the song starts, uh, like, because like, I, I listen to Disney songs on different playlists, and right when I hear the whole, les poissons, les poissons, it's fun. I love that song. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I, actually, um, I actually brought a game kind of like the carnivals where they have the fish and the bowls so I bought a bunch of fish and I bought a bunch of bowls and I had that as my little station as the little mermaid and at the time I actually made my whole costume so I found a mermaid top which was very difficult to find I made myself um, 
a mermaid type skirt. Actually, I made the whole fin and everything, which was horrible because I couldn't move. So I was in a chair for her party. And then I just had this game of the fish, but nobody wanted to take the fish. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do with the fish then? If I mean, hopefully it was not, I mean, dark. I mean, if it is dark, you can make something up. You can say that, oh, they, they, you know, they, they joined a Broadway show. Oh, uh, an all fish show. <laughs> not gonna lie, just like in the carnival, some of them died just just by being out. Oh. And um, I found my ways. Just I was looking at kids in the neighborhood, if seeing if they wanted a fish. You need a fish, sir, and you just hand it. <laughs> exactly. Um, you've you've been Ariel a few times. I've seen them in your Instagram. Um, yes. how many different variations of Ariel did you have? You had. Oh wow. Um. I think we've done mostly it's her fin outfit. So like the kind of green skirt that looks like a tail is the one that's most requested. I've done her scene from the movie where she's human and they wrap her in a, I think it's a sail. I've, I've made that. I've done that. I've shot it at the beach. Um, I've had her ball gown, the pink one. I've had the ball gown she wears in Disney parks. That's my favorite one, so I hope I can um, upgrade that one and get a new one. But it's not as requested for parties, unfortunately. What makes that one your favorite? I don't know. I just feel like it's elegant and it's not pink and red like it is in the movie. Not totally understandable. I was just wondering if it was a comfort thing because many, many years ago I would do cosplay and then I realized, oh, wait, it's much more comfortable walking around the comic book convention not in costume. <laughs> yes. It is a comfort thing, especially in the winter. Because mm-hmm. I have been aerial with her seashells and trying to wear as many skin-colored layers underneath as possible without looking out of character and shivering because the place can be totally cold outside, the weather, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. You can't, you can't wear a, a jacket as aerial? I mean, I have a, a cape, but it's only so warm. And eventually it comes to the time where they're like, okay, Ariel, we need photos. Like, <laughs> <don't wear> that. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty awful. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I don't. A human walking, talking decoration for a party. Yeah. But just. I, I don't know how it would feel as the person who has the party to be like, all right, well, you know, it's freezing cold and we're all bundled up, but uh, I paid for, <laughs> I paid for seashells. I, I didn't pay for a jacket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That and is. The seashells are actually my favorite part of the costume, but the first thing kids do, they're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's totally nothing against kids. It's just like, Oh wow. Sure. <laughs> really grabs their attention and the sequins. It's like I oh yes. <laughs> the first thing we do, sequin. <laughs> um, what is your favorite Disneyland ride? My favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean. Why is that? Um, I just like the smell in there. No. Okay, cool. Um, Instagram. Instagram likes to put uh, have an ad in my stream when I'm scrolling through that there's a candle that smells like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. I don't bu- have you had it? I haven't. If I see it, I'm going to get it. 
I have a hard time believing that 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 they captured it. I feel like they do because um, I'm not sure if you're aware that Disneyland actually does have smell sensors, so they their own smells throughout the park to kind of get you to want to go someplace or eat something, especially especially the food. But yeah, pirates. I don't know. I just love the story. I love seeing all of the details. I feel like every time I notice something different. Just love it, love it. And that song, how can you ever get it out of your head? Absolutely. Um, any uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is definitely one of my favorite rides. Um, one of my friends said that the last time that they went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, uh, they cleaned up the foot that's hanging over the bridge. And I got upset. I am, I'm not down for a clean foot. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It, he's a pirate. He's walking around barefoot. Why is his foot clean? That doesn't, ah, uh, I, yeah. I, I, did I, I don't, go on. I did see posts about that. That they, you saw posts of them cleaning a the foot. That's of them of people asking why is his foot clean. Ah, uh, that's upsetting. I was hoping that uh, I was hoping that that was just a spur of the moment thing that my friend saw. But if more people have seen it, then that's that might be a permanent aspect of that ride. Oh yeah, it's real. Maybe they'll come back and. <laughs> I, I, I will, uh, I don't know, I'll make a hashtag. I'll try to pressure Disney to dirty his foot again. <laughs> hashtag bring the dirty foot. I can do that. Um, I, I I love Pirates of the Caribbean, and I, I know about the, the smells, because I know in Main Street, I think they pump vanilla into the air, right? Probably, yes. I think but, the churro smell or... I just I I always thought that the smell of Pirates of the Caribbean the the I thought that the smell from the ride was from the water itself. I don't know if that's a pumped out thing. I think it's just um I think it's just a smell that we recognize and the only reason why we know it and love it is because of the ride. Right. Yeah, I've always wondered that too. Um I'm sure they put something in the water, so either way they're making that smell. Yeah. I, I do know that the uh, the water in uh, at Finding Nemo they've all, they they always warned us like because uh, I, I I used to work at the Finding Nemo ride and I just remember uh, that they were saying that the the water is like highly chlorinated so don't go in there we we used to make jokes about how if you did, if you fell into it all of your clothes would just start melting away like a <laughs> Joker Harley Quinn moment you just yes <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I think I think someone fell, and I, I know it wasn't as bad as we like to joke about, but uh, uh, I, I have smelled like the the pumped out fumes of chlorine coming off of Nemo. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's being clean. I hope. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, did you did you like it when they uh when they added the movie moments from uh, the movie moments onto the ride? Like they added Jack Sparrow. Were you a fan of that? Oh, yes, definitely. I still look to see if um, Johnny Depp is going to come sometime when I'm on the ride. I know he did that once, right? Yes. I think once or twice. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I It's it's weird because uh, on one hand, I'm a Disney purist. I like things to stay the same, how exactly they were built. But on the other hand, um, there's a lot of sexism a lot of bigotry a lot of racism throughout the park and so i do like things changing with a changing uh morals right of society so it's strange because like uh what was it they, they took out the uh they took out the uh, the trafficking <laughs> the selling of the women right 
Oh yes, yes. I think it said wenches for sale or. And they don't have that whole. Uh, we want. Uh, it's been such a long time since I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I think that they they made uh, they made because I, I I don't think they took out the whole thing. I think that they included one of the women as part of the people that were selling people, right? Um, I believe it's red. Before it was the redhead, I mm-hmm. guess the main one, and now she's a pirate, and she's kind of leading. Um, I'm not sure what they what the story, I don't remember what the story is now with the other um, women that they had there, but I think she was more kind of like leading now. She's saying something on the ride. Which, um, on one hand, I, I I mean, I always hear people say like, uh, oh, they shouldn't change it. Oh, you know, what was that? Censorship? Not censorship. Um, uh, political correctness is ruining our stuff. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It just changes. You it's Come fine. on. <laughs> I, I, I think you can... I think you can uh, move on with your life and not worry about uh, the the slight changes that they put on these Disney rides. Oh yeah. Um, I do love it that they're changing Splash Mountain though. That's that's one thing where I'm just like, good. That's <laughs> that ride is problematic. <laughs> Are you looking forward to the new ride? I am, although I'm scared of Splash Mountain, but I'll go on it for Tiana. <laughs> I know how you feel. Uh, I'm not afraid of Splash Mountain. I just don't like. Spending the rest of the day wet, so I try to avoid Splash Mountain. Yeah, I don't I like think, the drop. You know what? I don't like the drop. Yeah, uh, I remember as a kid, I was afraid of the drop. And Disneyland's the one theme park I could go on most of the rides and not worry about. I think the only ride that I have a problem with is uh, the teacups, uh, the spinning. It's not for me. Oh. Um, so you said that you, uh, you decided to make your costuming a business. And that's where off the page happened. Like, how did that begin? Because you said that you had the idea of making a business, but now you have to organize it. Because I think that you're not the only person on it, right? Right. So how um, did that begin? So, oh man, like, I, I can't even remember. I think I just started buying costumes. I started looking everywhere, seeing, okay, I want to do this. Now, how do I, how do I start? How do I get these costumes, like? to look as nice as possible and back then again it wasn't common it wasn't it wasn't like you could find an extravagant Disneyland um Disneyland quality costume just at your corner store or on Amazon oh no so I think I started off with some really really terrible costumes um probably coming from China and eBay or wherever I could find them and I dragged my sister into it with me and I think the first um the first things we did were Elsa and Anna Frozen was booming at the time around 2014-2015 it was huge so that brought in a lot of business that brought in a lot of attention uh I would take us out to parks and be like okay we're gonna take photos my sister wasn't into it but I was like you know what you're an Elsa I'm an Anna we're gonna do this <laughs> um, do it for me, please. And it, it took a lot. I was just like, please behave, you know, um, act this way. And she's just like the goofiest person. So she she couldn't stay straight. She couldn't stay in character. So eventually we did have to get to a point where it's like, okay, I need to bring in other people that have an interest, other um, preferably actresses and looking at their features, everything. Um, I started, okay, we're going to need wigs, you know, our hair is not going to work for this forever. So yeah, we did start off with some, 
costumes coming in from China. Our first Elsa was completely see-through. Not everything you see online looks the way it, it does when you get it. And I had to learn that the hard way. Um, we went to parks. I took photos as best as I could, make, made them look good. I did a lot of free events. I just started going to public parks, of course, um, practicing face painting, handing out business cards. Uh, I would go to shopping centers and just walk around. And of course, that that right there is enough. You have all the kids running up to you and you're like, here you go, mom, here's a business card. <laughs> Doing family parties, friends. So, oh, wow, those beginning years were a lot of fun. <laughs> what what did you do then? Like when you, when you got the first Elsa and you're like, you, you, you put it on, you look in the mirror and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just the undergarments at the time. We had to put in a lot of um, things that you could wear underneath, I guess, without it, like, so it's blue, so nothing hot pink or black. It had to kind of make it look good. Had to work with what we had until I found something better. I actually made a um, a corset for that Elsa to put on top, so it was all, like, sequin, shiny, corset for the top. Um, I would make ourselves some capes for the winter that she could wear. All of that. Um, even to decorating shoes. The shoes were important. You can't just wear heels. We learned that the hard way too. Can't just buy heels from the store. We had to find some um, actual dance shoes. So you could stand for three hours and not, not keel over. <laughs> and when you bought the dance shoes, did you like, you know, put on uh, paint or glitter to make it, you know, more magical and more wintry? wintry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially for Elsa, yeah, she needs that. And then for the other princesses, um, as neutral as possible. And we actually, well, I started learning more and more throughout the years. So there's a lot of things that go into it. So everything from accessories for the hair, um, wow, wig sprays, how to style the wigs, um, accessories for the shoes, bows that coordinate with each princess so like for snow white it's a very neutral shoe but it has a yellow bow on it and then with the whole full getup it makes a difference everything to make up the colors the palettes the skin tones the wigs oh my gosh wigs are so big and a lot of maintenance and don't even get me started with cleaning everything <laughs> Oh, I want to get you started on cleaning everything. Oh, yeah. That's 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 a one that's one thing that I feel like a lot of people don't consider when it comes to costume. Oh yeah. So because these are all ball gowns for the most part, ball gowns or let's say for Elsa and Ariel, they're kind of more intimate pieces since one is a corset and one is a seashell type bra. All, everything has to be cleaned by hand. Hardly anything I can throw in the washer, <laughs> and it's such a process. <laughs> if my girls go out to a party, let's say they have maybe like two to four parties in a day in the summer. That's when it's peak season, so it's hot. You're sweating. Um, you're you could be changing in the car between parties, so. That's also something you have to think about. Uh, they have to eat in the car or they need to stop to use the restroom. 
it's like um i don't know if you know what a quinceanera is but it's like your quinceanera I, i've been with one over and over because you're having to take the ball gowns or the um the undergarments all of that with you you have everyone in chick-fil-a looking at you like <laughs> <laughs> So yes, and then um, that ties into the cleaning, you know, because everyone sweats, everyone has to eat, they might get something on it, or at, with the kids at the parties, it's actually in my contracts, I send to parents that, you know, if there is damage done to costume, or especially to the performer, which that's a whole other topic, uh, it is something they might possibly have to pay for, especially if it's, you know, done on purpose or something that could have been avoided. That is, uh, how, how long does it take you to clean this stuff then? Oh my goodness, hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, does that go into the planning of the party? Like if the, par if the party is at night, do you, um, do you have a time limit of when you cannot do a party so that you can clean it? So just depending on what we have scheduled, so say a good weekend, it could be five parties. Say I send out two people, this person is doing Elsa and Snow White, this person is doing Moana and Jasmine. And I would say those two because you would think, okay, Elsa and Snow White, this performer is most likely um, light-skinned, and then this performer is more likely darker skinned as well. So you're thinking about the makeup, of course, their costumes. They take it with them in their car. They get dressed. They get ready. They do their makeup. Makeup takes maybe an hour to two hours. They got to put their wigs on. They got to make sure the wigs look good. Everything's brushed out. Um, drive to their parties. And at this point, their costumes are cleaned for them. They go to their next party, maybe after an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, they change. They put away their costumes, hopefully. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just get it. <laughs> They're like, here you go. <laughs> they change into the next one and say that's the end of their weekend. Or maybe they work Sunday as well. It could be um, maybe they have two Jasmines, Saturday and Sunday. They work Sunday, I get that back for the next week, and that's when it gets cleaned and you start all over again. I, uh, I, I, I have plans. I think one of my New Year's resolutions is that I want to get a, uh, uh, I want to dress up like Buzz Lightyear because my niece really loves Buzz Lightyear. And I'm like, well, you know, if we do a Zoom meeting, because I don't want to, I'm not going to do a full on costume, but if we do a Zoom meeting, I just get the shoulder part and like the chest right. part, mm -hmm. that could work. Um, yeah. But I've never, I'm not a cosplayer, so I don't, I've never built armor. <laughs> you get an inflatable Buzz Lightyear. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I want inflatable. I think I want like the full on thing. <laughs> Which, cardboard. you're right. A lot of you're cardboard. Right. Do cardboard, you said? You could probably use cardboard. Oh. I've seen videos. <laughs> that could be a way. Huh, that's an interesting idea. Because I thought I was going to have to buy, like, a, uh, I don't know, <laughs> sports equipment. I thought I was going to have to get shoulder pads, um, like the football know. shoulder pads. I don't even know how much they cost. I'm like, I'm saying this stuff as if, you know, I, I don't know anything about sports. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just go to Chicks. I'll get, like, a uh, shoulder pads. I'm sure that those are affordable. <laughs> no, I'm sure they're expensive. Cardboard <laughs> might be the route. 
Yeah, cardboard. <laughs> Sometimes you have to kind of think, break it up into pieces. So thrift shops, 99 cent stores. You're going to see this like, oh, look, this little round thing that could be good for a button. It's only 50 cents. Okay. And then sooner or later, you'll have all your pieces together. I want to get the uh, the staples button. The uh, You know, when you press it, when I, when I pull up my wings, I want to say that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the weirdest event that you've done? Oh, boy. The weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say the weirdest. But definitely something that wasn't too common, I did also kind of maybe in like my first or second year starting off, I did a birthday surprise for a teenager. And I was hired by her, her godmother, I believe it was at the time. And it was in a, it was in an apartment. So I had full princess get up it was the little mermaid theme and this godmother is telling me oh my goodness she loves ariel she's gonna be so excited just go in there do your thing you know i'm sure she's gonna have lots of questions for you and it's a 16 year old so i was pretty happy i was like okay you know um thinking it's a like-minded person i'll just go in and do my thing and hopefully she asks me lots of questions because um for sure, the 16-year-old is not going to want to hear a story or play a game like Hot Potato or probably not even want to sing. Or maybe she will, actually. Singing is fun. But um, yes, I did walk in, and she's just like, oh, hello. And she had all <laughs> It was a very small thing, and it was supposed to be a surprise. So right away, I was just like singing happy birthday. They're just staring. <laughs> And recording, I'm guessing Snapchat or something um, that was very popular at the time. And um, afterwards, so that was maybe two minutes in. And afterwards, I just start, okay, which, do you want to ask me any questions? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to sing together? You know, I heard that um, my movie's your favorite and I would love to sing together. It could be kind of like karaoke. No, we're good. So for the next 29 minutes, um, basically, I was just hanging out there while the birthday girl and her little friends were on their phones. Sure. <laughs> it makes sense. They were on their phones. They were just hanging around. And they're like, no, you're good. Just chill. And it was a 30-minute thing. <laughs> So I always come back to that when some days I'm like, oh, I can't do it today. And I'm like, you know what? I made it through that one day. I can make it through anything <laughs> of it just being awkward silence. I, uh, I, but I did it, I said. Um, I, did a, I did a caricature gig where um, it was someone hired a caricature artist for a pool party. And I still think that that was one of the dumbest things that's ever happened, just because uh, when you're at a pool party, most people just want to be in the pool. They just want to swim. They don't want a caricature <laughs> from some random character artist. So I just sat there for the most part, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine getting paid to sit around. I'm okay with that. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. <laughs> it happens. I think I've, um, I've done face painting for pool parties. So think of that. So 
you absolutely know the feeling of like, uh, hey, would you like a face paint? Like, nope. And they run by well, us. You're like, cool. Or they'll come out and then they're like, no, I'm done being in the pool. Yeah, let me paint my face. Ten minutes later, it's gone. <laughs> yep, that that makes complete sense. I know, I know, I know how you feel. Um, what has been your favorite event that you've done? Um, one of my favorite events has definitely been working with a, another small business. They're called Chocolate Covered Cafe in Downey, and they're a sweets shop. So for one of their anniversaries around, or it was just holiday, I think it was just a holiday event in October, we actually did the three Sanderson sisters. That's is, cool. <laughs> that was super fun. Um, so I felt like we were all on point. The acting was superb. It was just so fun. Um, it was more fun for the adults because that's something from our our era. You know, the little kids, um, maybe their parents had shown them the movie, but they still were like, mm, I don't know who you are. I don't understand. You're a witch. Stay away from me. I would like to think that most people listening to this podcast know what you're talking, know, know who the Sanderson sisters are. I but I just so. realized that maybe there's people who have not seen Hocus Pocus, but that that's who the Sanderson sisters are. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, especially in October. It's on Disney Plus. It's convenient. Oh, you, everyone should watch it. Yes. Give it a chance. Uh, but yes, that was definitely one of my favorite events. It was so fun. I was in character the whole time. Well, we all were, and those are just such fun characters. So just all the little kids that came in for their sweets, um, totally completely opposite of a princess. I got to be like, oh, you're ugly. Oh, like, what What are you doing here? Yes, go eat chocolate, get fat so that I can eat you. <laughs> just different <laughs> So I got to be Winifred, so that was just the best. It just, just the best. It was so fun. Oh, man. No, because like, I was I was wondering which Sanderson sister you dressed up as. And I was like, oh, she's being really mean. It's got to be Winifred. <laughs> oh, yes, it was Winifred. It was just so fun. Loved That's got to be cool, especially with uh, all of her hand gestures. Oh, yes. And the mouth, just having to be like that. <laughs> um, did you have, like, the, the extended fingernails? Because I know Winifred has, like, those claws, the talons. Uh, no, I don't think I did. No, but, oh, man, I had to, like, get rid of my eyebrows. <laughs> it was just such a good time. I, I know one of my uh, one of my previous guests, uh, Nicole, she was saying that because I, I told her how much I want to dress up like Ursula one time in my life. And uh, she's like, oh, we got to uh, put that stuff on. We need to get rid of your eyebrows. And I've heard that I, I think she was saying that you have to glue my eyebrows down to be yeah. able to do it. <laughs> you have to glue them down. It's hard. Uh, that that sounds pr that sounds pretty miserable. Um, did you do any singing? Was there music wh while you were Sanderson sisters? We did actually. Yes, they always play music um, for their events. So we've done a couple events with them that have always been really fun. But that one was my favorite just because it was a villain. They were villains. It's a change. Um, so yeah, we did. Um, I think we did the Come Little Children. Like we had the sisters kind of sing it, especially when the kids are waiting outside in line. Uh, but the kids, again, they're just like totally lost. Sure. <laughs> I would be like, okay, say bye to your parents forever. And <laughs> we're looking back, they're like, what? And the parents are 
totally having fun with it. They're like, okay, bye. And I'm just like, just so you know, we're going to eat your soul. We're going to take your youth. You're going to make us look so beautiful. And the kids are like, okay. And then they see the parents walking out and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> so parents, parents can be, uh, parents can be strange. Um, the, the, the one, the way back when, when I dressed up as a joker, I've had a parent like asking me to grab his kid, like in a threatening manner. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to grab, I don't want to grab a strange kid. I'm no, thank you. And uh, he's like, all right, well, just, you know, you know, look like you're about to attack him. And I was like, are, are, we, are we certain on this? And he's like, yeah, I was like, all right. And I did this. And the kid looked at the camera, like kind of like did a screaming uh, facial expression. And I was like, all right, cool. We're all, we're all on this game. All right. <laughs> oh, definitely. But I don't want to scare a kid. I always feel bad about scaring kids, which is strange because, um, I, this past, you know, holiday season, I saw a lot of videos of Grinches, like really, embracing the fear like really <laughs> going out of their way to terrify kids <laughs> oh yeah we've actually done the Grinch before as well not myself but we've had the um, opportunity to do that for an event and and was the fear embraced or did you try to be less a scary both. a little both it was more um people wanting to have fun with the Grinch so they brought in snacks like um funyun or <laughs> onion, an actual onion and they were like eat it and he did <laughs> it was really fun uh or the kids were dressed up actually as um, i think there was a lot of grinch onesies there was a lot of little cindy lou who's just really cute it was a lot of fun that one as well um do you do so you said that you were really happy about being a sanderson sister winifred because you got to be a villain um, is that not a common thing? Not really. You know, sadly, everyone wants the princess, so. Uh, that's a shame. I, I've, I, I don't know, because, like, I, 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 it's strange, because once COVID's over, I'm like, ah, oh, I wouldn't mind hiring a villain to be at a party just because I love villains, and it would be a fun thing to have. I feel um, like villains, even if um, you did something, you know, especially for our age group or even teenagers, that's. I feel like that would be totally a fun thing because you can play with it in many different ways. And it's entertaining for adults more than a princess because the princess is there to sing. She's there to play. A villain is there to totally mess with you and you can mess with them back. It's so much fun. Do you remember, did you ever go to Dick's Last Resort? I don't even know if they still exist, but have you heard of Dick's Last Resort? I haven't. It's this restaurant where they are supposed to be rude. That That's the oh, whole gimmick awesome. is that... You ask them a question and they get to be rude. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos. I'm just wondering if that if if the appeal of having a villain around at your party would be the same as Dick's Last Resort. That could be fun. Something <laughs> like that, but there, I feel like it, there is a line. There is sure. a line, especially if it's that Disney villain. They're they're like right right at the line. <laughs> um. Speaking of the pandemic making uh, making appearances and parties less common, um, what how have events changed for you during the pandemic? So we've definitely had to adapt. Um, we started doing virtual virtual parties. We've done more virtual visits. Uh, we've get we've got requested for them. Um, we tried doing small visits to homes. 
this was maybe a couple months ago last year but then that um those shutdowns hit the the uh, curfews and all of that hit and it was just like no you can't go out at all we still had people asking like can you just come out and we're like hello have you seen the news <laughs> in the nicest way possible but yes um parties are slowly happening as long as the rules don't change but they are we've had to do um adjustments so everything has to be 10 people or less everyone has to wear masks a lot of hand sanitizer we can't do games because you know things are passed around like hot potato you pass around a ball can't really do that anymore and then of course there's the distance so i've noticed a lot of companies actually have their own you know when you go to a red carpet or movie theaters they have the little the little tie um the stands sure sure, sure. You get the they get the red the ribbon the no yes so there that's actually a, a tool now to keep the performers and the kids um, away. We, everyone has one of those little things. Um, but yes, it's definitely taken a hit. There's a lot less going on, and that also reflects onto the price. So everything is a lot cheaper. I remember you posted about going to a party where it was supposed to be just a drive-by, but there were way too many people coming way too close. So it was a drive-by, but then everyone parked afterwards <laughs> and came in. So I said, oh, what happened? Um, you know, luckily, it didn't affect me, luckily. Um, yeah. It went well, but with what with the rules that parents are given you know they always uh they always try to make their own adjustments or they always sure. bend the rules and it happens we're very much used to it um especially when it was like five parties every weekend there's always something that's gonna happen you know um parents will try to leave you with the kids and they're like okay you're a babysitter now or You'll have the uh, the funny funny uncles or dads coming up, and you're like, um, hello, mother, party mom, someone. It's like, <laughs> take care of the adults. I didn't think I would have to ask, but take care of the adults. Or even the kids that will try to yank on everything to try to, like, expose you. So, and I was like, you're not real, Rapunzel, here. <laughs> So there's always things that, that, you know, we always have to be open to that possibility, like something can go wrong or um, things change in an instant and you just have to work with it, be flexible. So for that day, definitely I was just like, okay, I'm going to stay on the outside of your house, you know, where I was told I was going to be the whole time. And you want to take photos? Okay, let's go to your background and everyone stay over there and I'm going to be over here. So it's it's a lot of adjustment because unfortunately i mean we can't be too picky i can't just be like oh no i'm leaving <laughs> unless it's really really bad like i don't know maybe getting punched in the face or something then yeah i i feel like uh during the pandemic uh rules have to be a lot stricter because uh especially with the what was it the the british variant that's coming into america <laughs> oh no you heard about the british variant variant oh. right um, I guess the the Brits, their COVID mutated, and uh, it's much more um, 
uh, it's aggressively con- uh, contagious. Um, it, it, so I don't know. I, I think that uh, I think that pandemic rules change because I can understand um, slight rules change depending on your party uh, and parents will try to get away with whatever they can. Uh, but I feel like pandemic should be like a strict uh, no. I, I I can't have I can't have people. Uh, I can't have people come within six feet. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's time to get a uh, a rope. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like fun. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know. I would not want to dress up like a Disney. I wouldn't want to dress up like a princess <laughs> at all. But just to even have my rope and be like, all right, you guys, you guys can't cross this. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you mentioned the funny uncle the, well i'm gonna say creepy uncle that i feel like that adjective is uh yes. more accurate yes that's what it means um is that in your contract of like you know if if an adult is you know getting carried away or oh, definitely yes <laughs> it's um if there is harassment of any kind especially physical you know that's that's a immediate we're leaving and you have to pay for everything that you wanted but that's on you type of thing like you can't behave long enough <laughs> for a child's birthday party oh yes um it, and unfortunately it has happened we've had um especially i think in the well i'm not too sure about other cultures but i myself am hispanic so especially in the hispanic community we have you know the jokes like oh telling the grandparents or the dads the uncles even to the little boys, they're like, go, go, go. Look, it's your girlfriend. Give her a kiss. Give her a kiss. Kiss on the cheek. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh my God. It's so funny. Like, go, 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 please. And um, yeah, it's it's really like push that masculinity or that machismo, I guess you could say. I don't know why people want to make a point <laughs> in front of the princess, but they do. Um, even actually to to poor little Minnie Mouse mascots, you know, uh, they've tried kissing mascots and I'm just like, do you know how disgusting that mascot probably is? <laughs> just everything. It's, and it's like, hello, there is a person in there. They can feel you. They will try to touch, touch them for whatever reason. Um, I've actually been a male mascot, a big male mascot, uh, Maui. And I've had the grandma try to smack his butt. And I'm like, grandma, remember me, the girl that was just here two minutes ago that you hired to be in this mascot? It's me. It's not real. (laughs) What happens? Wow. (laughs) Um, So when this episode airs, it will be uh, the uh, Chinese New Year, the, the the Lunar New Year. And I was looking it up, and it says it is going to be the year of the ox, I believe. Um, And whenever I think of ox, I think of Paul Bunyan and, uh, you know, his ox, the babe, the blue ox. Um, If you had to make a uh, princess costume uh, based on Paul Bunyan, how would you go about doing that? What would be the start or at least the, uh, the schedule of steps that you would take? Oh, interesting. First of all, that would be an awesome princess. That would be something so different, and maybe he'd be a rapper instead of a soprano. <laughs> sure. Or a very low voice of some kind. Um, but, oh, wow. So 
as in if if I created this princess or yeah so give him a story or give him or her a story I guess to start off with um you know nowadays we're seeing that the love interest is not a thing but maybe they do have a love interest and I feel like the fairy tales now always have to have some instance of magic to catch kids attention or some something special right so maybe his uh axe or his hammer whatever it is is super special maybe it's magic that would also be really cool that's like their that's like their go-to they gotta have a sidekick an animal sidekick of some kind oh he's maybe got babe maybe it's a hawk i don't know i feel like a hawk would be appropriate okay well because when you said the, the the romantic interest uh um i was like are we gonna go with the beauty and the beast kind of situation where paul bunyan is in love with babe <laughs> interesting, interesting. Maybe a a wood nymph. <laughs> a magical thing. That would be really cool. And I guess their dress would be made of plaid or something. Or maybe nice. a guy who's wearing a kilt. I don't know. It just sounds really nice. Something totally different. I like the idea of seeing like a, a, a royal gown in all plaid. In all plaid. <laughs> and it has pockets. Sure. It has pockets. <laughs> Do a lot of the gowns that you have have pockets? Because I feel like no. if you're going to make your... you know, No? Aww. They don't. They should. Well, I feel like if you're going to make your dress, you would add pockets. Because, uh, you know, that's, that's usually a theme uh, for women's outfits that don't have pockets. We don't have pockets. No, we have to carry a lot. <laughs> I feel like if I was making outfits, I would definitely add... If, if I knew how to make pockets, I would I would put pockets on everything. I think I just found out a uh, I found a pocket on my jacket like I was I, I was wearing it and I was reaching in somewhere and I found a pocket inside of it and I was like is isn't this just an extension of the pocket that's on the outside and I was reaching my hand over and I was like nope this is a whole new pocket this is my world my mind exploded that I've had this jacket for years and I never knew that pocket existed That's always <laughs> nice It'd be better if you found money in that pocket Absolutely um, <laughs> but that would be very mysterious to find money in a pocket that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> Maybe Paul Bunyan's dress has a lot of pockets and, um, different types of closures where there's always something that he pulls out when he needs it. <laughs> just a, just a bunch of mini axes? Mm, axes and who knows what else. Like Dora's pocket <laughs> always has what she needs inside. I'm I'm like I I really want to draw Paul Bunyan in a plaid gown now. <laughs> With boots, can't forget the boots. Oh, absolutely. Uh, are these uh, glass boots? Oh wow. <laughs> maybe they're very um maybe they're fuzzy boots for the winter. Ah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you did mention that uh, as Ariel, you have a hard time with the cold weather. <laughs> But I feel like Paul Bunyan will be like, uh, it, when you have parties in the winter, you're like, hey, interested in Paul Bunyan? He's a, he's, she is a, <laughs> they are, they're a good character to dress up as, right? Uh, it'll be warm. <laughs> they bring their own uh, woodcraft type of shop to the party. Everyone's <laughs> going to learn how to make a birdhouse. Now, have you thought about doing that where, because uh, you mentioned the, the poles and the velvet rope blocking people away, uh, have you thought about having it themed? Themed? Um, I haven't. No, not at all. 
But um, we actually do have some events coming up, so it's definitely something to think about and see how we do proceed because, as you mentioned, um, it looks like it's getting pretty bad out there once again. I have another drive by and a small party coming up, so hopefully it's better than... (laughs) Hopefully we learned. And these parties are actual, physical, you're going to be at the party? Oh, yeah. Uh. Good luck. I was promised social distancing, so maybe I'll have to add in there, you know, if um if you get within six feet of me, we will leave. Or we will keep backing away. Have like a six six foot strike. Like yeah, three strikes for the six feet. <laughs> that makes sense. That yep. Um, I feel lately I've been like the Terminator because, you know, on, on, on a Terminator, when he looks at people, you know, they have the stats going past like he immediately because he's a, you know, he's a computer. Um, I feel like I've become the Terminator where the moment I look at someone, I look at their nose to see if their nose is over their mask. Yes. If uh, and if if I can't tell if I if I can't see if the nose is there, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to avoid them as if the nose is there. I'm just going to assume on a safe side. Um, if they're touching their face what they're touching I've seen a lady in the store in line kissing her baby on the mouth with her mask on I was just like it's so pointless why would you do that yeah I I saw someone at the store with their mask down underneath their chin and they were like I think they were rubbing their eye or they were no they were chewing their nails I'm like that's the worst (laughs) <laughs> can you get home and wash your hands <laughs> um are these parties that you're going to go to are they valentine themed or is it just parties like birthday no, birthdays birthdays you know um and i feel for them i feel for the parents and the kids out there because everyone wants a you know to make something special especially now because you know these times are so different so hard especially on kids and I feel even harder on parents because the parent might feel bad like oh I can't give you I can't give you what I want to give you I can't give you Chuck E. Cheese this year or something special I guess um you know I I can feel that parents love they really just want to do something for their kid they want to make it special and like say they're turning five this is the only time they're going to turn five so I, I definitely feel for them. So, I yeah. know my uh my sis my my niece um is pretty good about wearing her mask, but I feel like uh I I know how I know exactly how I feel about the parents because uh how do you how do you explain to the kid what a pandemic is? How do you tell them that uh everyone can everyone's breath could be <laughs> could be potentially dangerous? Um Parents can understand. Parents, you know, mo- mo- that well, sounds optimistic. <laughs> definitely not every adult understands, but but yes. They they should understand. I just feel like there's still too many people who believe the pandemic is a hoax, even though we've lived it for an, a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the perfect Valentine's Day date for any princess that you uh, of your cho- of your choosing? I didn't want to pick like a specific princess because there might be one that you're like, yeah, I know exactly what kind of date they would want. Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like you could ask me about any princess if you have like a if you had something in mind. 
Ah, uh, no, because then then it'll be too tempting to go like completely left wing, like uh, Princess Peach. <laughs> what kind of date would she want? Interesting. Princess Peach would want to bake a cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Ah, uh, that's friends. I think she's tired <laughs> of being in another castle. <laughs> would she uh, invite uh, Bowser? Uh, you know what? I feel like they're friends. I feel like they're actually friends, so probably. <laughs> um, when I was thinking about this question, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I bet Belle would want to would would just want to read. Would just want a nice little co- cozy afternoon reading <laughs> with a new book. Definitely, she would probably want the Beast to surprise her with a new book, and probably take her out on a picnic in a nice shady little area around the castle where they can read together and have like some really good gray stuff, I guess it is. I, I hear it's delicious. <laughs> okay, um, cream. I, it's weird because my mind already is like trying to think of like really obscure princesses. And I'm just like, no, what's the point of asking that? Because uh, I'm, I'm, my mind went immediately, well, first immediately went to Princess Peach, but then I'm like uh, thinking about, uh, what's her name? I think Princess, Princess Ozma from Oz. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that is. I um, barely know about her to be able to even ask that question. I, I barely knew her name, so that's out of the question. Um, all right, well, let's go with Ariel. You love Ariel. What, what, what would you recommend for her Valentine? What, what do you think would be an ideal Valentine day, date for her? So definitely with Ariel, I feel like anything that Eric can show her, especially anything new, would be perfect in her um, in her instance, since she's an explorer. She loves to explore. I feel like I would say the boat ride to keep in theme, but it's so overdone for her. She's done with boats. She's been in the ocean. She doesn't need that. <laughs> definitely something different. Maybe he takes her on a carriage ride somewhere new. And dancing, as we've seen, she likes to dance, and probably like to a theater theater show. I'm sure they have that in there, in their kingdom. I feel like that would totally be her thing. And depending on uh, if you're thinking about the first or the second movie where she has a daughter, I think she would also appreciate if they made something for their daughter as well, like a little gift. Uh, how about Lumpy Space Princess? Oh, I don't know much about her, actually. Because <laughs> uh, at first I was thinking of, oh, I can ask about uh, Princess Bubblegum. But I'm like, no, I want to really go with Lumpy Space Princess. That would be a fun Valentine's drawing to do. <laughs> oh, she's like a cloud or something, a purple cloud. Yes, she's, she's a purple lumpy on <laughs> my lumps. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Uh, um. So, uh, let's see what else. Uh, which which Disney character, since we're still talking about Valentine's Day, uh, which Disney character do you think uh, falls in love the fastest? I think Rapunzel falls in love the fastest, but mm, I feel like we could take any of them and say that they do. See, um, but I say Rapunzel, Rapunzel just because since she was quarantined for 18 years, um, I feel like every person she meets, Afterwards, she just loves them because they're new. They're exciting. It's a person speaking to her. So I want to say Rapunzel. Um, it's funny because like I've had this conversation with people where uh, I started realizing that while people, the, the trope is that Disney princesses fall in love like immediately to like the first guy that they meet. Um, 
I feel like the Disney men, I feel like the male characters fall in love way faster than the women. <laughs> um, Quasimodo, I was going to go with Quasimodo because I think he falls in love. Like, he, he just falls head over heels when he meets Esmeralda. But I think, like, when I, when I first thought about this question, I thought I was going to mention Quasimodo, but I think Aladdin falls the fastest. Aladdin, ooh, interesting. I feel like Aladdin has definitely had experience, if you catch my drift. And oh, okay. <laughs> he's an explorer. He's a, he's a street rat, so he's been out there. Um, he definitely has friends in the marketplace, in the streets. So I feel like maybe he wouldn't, but as soon as he found something, um, something rare, which was Princess Jasmine, he was like, yes. <laughs> but you see that, like, when he, see, when he first sees her, he, like, leans in. He's like, wow. Like, I'm like, calm down, buddy. Like, you don't even know her. <laughs> but was it love or was it, like, something else, honestly? <laughs> it, was, it was lust? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it was love at first sight. <laughs> um, he, he loves her, but I think, at, like you said, at first, maybe it was something else. It, it it sure looked like love to me. I don't know. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. He he might just uh, I don't know. Uh, it could just be lust when he first meets her, and then the, you know after he shows her her place, and they have that conversation. Or even just turn- that that scene in the marketplace when he sees her kindness, um, trying to give the kid an apple, but she doesn't know what money is. <laughs> He's all like, oh, and she's got a heart. No, I can dig that. That makes sense. Um, what social media would you like people to follow? Um, our Instagram, Facebook, if you could find us, off the page CE. And we're on, that's our name for everything. So you can definitely look us up. And it's off the page character entertainment. And you, go on. Oh, it'll just be CE. Um, will that be on, uh, I know you have an Instagram. Do you have a Twitter, Facebook, all, all of the above? Facebook page, yes. Um, Twitter and all of that, no. Just Instagram and Facebook. That's Snapchat, TikTok. <laughs> Parlor, no. <laughs> I think all the parents are on Facebook, so definitely Facebook. I, I have found that as well, where uh, people have said, oh, well, let's just stick to Facebook. I'm like, ah, that mean, that, I, I feel like that's a generational kind of thing where I'm like, but we have Zoom, we have uh, um, Skype, we have all these other programs. Uh, Discord, Discord seems to be really popular with the, the, the younger kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what it is. I know it's like chatting. It's chatting. It's strange because I think it's really convenient, but also really confusing. Because uh, um, I've used it for uh, um, a virtual convention that I did, and I also use it for 24-hour comic book day. And while Zoom, you can you can have like a video conference. There's a there's a limited amount of time. Discord, there isn't. You can be on there for hours, and you can have a video conversation. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. Um. But yeah, uh, what would what words of advice would you give to anyone aspiring to be a character actor at parties. Ooh, my goodness. There's so much advice, as you heard. (laughs) There's so much that goes into this. Um, Definitely, 
if this is something you want to do, like really make sure it's something you want to do because it is work in the end, you know, um, it does, it is a lot of fun as well, but it is a lot of work. And sometimes you might look at yourself differently than you would before. You know, I'm one person, but sometimes I look at myself as okay, you know what, as Ariel, like, I'm not feeling it today. I don't know if I can smile for two hours. Um, oh, my goodness, like, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to it. Um, it's a lot of money, too. <laughs> There's a lot of money to look so good. And always um, kind of like what I said right now, when you're looking at yourself, um, but also don't forget that those are cartoon characters and we're humans we're not like that it's only for an hour or whatever you have to do so don't get lost in that um but if you are looking to join a business which is definitely a really great way to go look for look for people hiring in your area you definitely have to have transportation unfortunately like it's a must um there's a lot of different roles you can do no matter what size you are. There's a lot of different roles. If you're creative, if you're talented, no matter what you can do, there could be something out there for you. So if you can paint, if you can draw, if you can sing, if you can make balloons, if you can, um, there's, there's something you can do with, with anything creative, definitely. And yes, definitely look in your areas to see who's hiring, to see what they're hiring for. And if they just so happen to say, you know what, we don't see a good fit for you, move on, um, keep going. And sometimes even just being on your own by yourself works out, especially if you have some type of talent that you can use, like, like for yourself, you're a caricature artist. Maybe you could add some type of costume to that that makes you stand out from the rest. Definitely with any talent, people think it's like, oh, it's just singing and that type of thing. But most of the times, kids don't even want to sing. They don't want to hear you sing. They want to play games. They want something different, something unique. Um, they want to paint with you. They want to do crafts with you. They want to see what you bring. They're like, okay, Rapunzel, what can you do now? Uh, bringing back those old school games helped me out a lot in parties. Parents are like, wow. Um, she's playing Red Rover with them. Wow, when was the last time we did that? Or kids are like, wow, I've never heard of this game. <laughs> and they're just, you know, really basic things even. So definitely you just have to have a lot of creativity, use those ideas and put them towards, put them towards what you want to do. I hope that helped. <laughs>